for recording and then, and then ask your question again because this might be something that we can use in a cold open. Yeah. Okay. Dan, what, wait, okay, I'll start, I'll start again. What was everybody like at 13? Uh, Dan, Dan, you can go first. <laughs> okay. Wait, 13 is what? Eighth grade? Mm-hmm. I, I yeah. think so. Yeah. In there. Okay. Uh, I was very angry. Uh, I was, I don't know. I was still pretty short, I think. Yeah. I was short until like later high school. So, um, so I had that going for me. Um, I don't know. I was in like a weird spot cause I had, I had switched schools a couple years earlier and like was not good at any, like I went from, I had like a public school in elementary school and I went to a private school and at the private school I learned that I was not like amazing at everything like in the public mm. school I was like oh I'm I know stuff and I'm smart and I can do sports and then I go to the private school and I'm like oh everyone here is better than me at something oh. like even when I'm okay at stuff like there there's always someone better um I don't know I guess that's a good thing to learn also I got I got mad at my English teacher because I wrote a fiction thing and he gave me a good grade and I wrote a sequel and he got real mad at me what? I, yeah, it was Why? like a, it was like a short story, and I was like, "I'm writing a sequel." He's like, "I think you've mined this." Sell out. Like I got a B plus, so but I was mad about the B plus. Yeah. But I was like, "This is well written. This is a direct sequel to my yeah. last story." Like, I, I remember like when I would get a B plus, and I would be like, "This is oppression. Like I'm really smart." <laughs> What's wrong oh, with I know. you? It was so upsetting. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Okay, like, you don't Tori? understand. Tori um, when I was okay so eighth grade I was like uh, <laughs> I had friends for like the first time because where I lived um you had like it was like seven towns that fed into one high school so when you're in your like elementary school you're just with like 12 kids that grew up around you and like I didn't really like any of them um so I would just sit on the playground and read books um like the class act that I am. So then I get to junior high and suddenly I'm like, Oh, there are people that I actually don't hate. <laughs> like This is great. <laughs> so I had friends, but I was so miserable academically um, that I was like crying all the time. <laughs> and my mom was a teacher at the high school. So she's driving me back and forth to school. I would just ride with her and she's like, Oh shit. So she had to like step in and try to get the school to like challenge me. And they didn't do a very good job. It was like this whole miserable thing. It was like, why don't you use your study hall and every break you have to take additional classes, but we're not going to let you out of the bullshit classes that you are taking in addition. So we're just going to give you more work. Mm. Yeah, that was fun. Um, So eighth grade was, you know, it was fine. I was um, obviously... A totally oh and the best part was I found out that I have really bad eyesight and it like turned my whole world like I'd never noticed that I couldn't see before and then one of my teachers oh, in junior high was like why are like during a parent conference told my mom like she's squinting all the time you might want to get her eyes checked like she's doing fine but she's just always squinting and I my mom took me to the eye doctor and the eye doctor was like yeah no shit she can't see anything Oh, no. And they got me glasses, and I put glasses on. I was like, oh, shit, I really couldn't see anything. <laughs> like, I didn't know leaves were on trees. Like, I didn't know you could see bricks on buildings. Like, 
up much. And so, but once you can see, you realize all the ways that you'd like covered up for it. Like you kind of adapted, yeah. right? So I had, I realized that when I went to junior high, um, where suddenly there were like hallways and multiple classrooms and stuff like that. I learned I'd subconsciously would just pay attention to what my friends were wearing the first time I saw them in the morning. And then I knew the way they all walked. So I would just see like a purple blob in green pants walking a certain way down the hallway. And I knew it was somebody I knew, <laughs> but otherwise I <laughs> wouldn't react to anyone. And Ooh. so, um, Everyone, once I got glasses, people were like, you're a lot friendlier now. And I'm like, oh, yeah. no. <laughs> so it also turned out that for most of junior high, I was a giant dismissive bitch because I was blind. <laughs> I love it. It was an awakening in a lot of, a lot of ways. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Okay, Dustin. My eighth grade year uh, was a lie. I had uh, rebranded myself. I'm sorry, what? Wait, wait, what? <laughs> what? Oh, I was, I was destitute from a very, very, very poor family. And in eighth grade, I decided not to be, and I rebranded myself as a suburban kid. And I like mow lawns and got myself a pair of Nikes and then got some nice shirts from yard sales and then, um, pretended that I lived in a nicer house. So people would drop me off at not my house. Oh, and then I gained new friends and they all thought that I, they didn't know that I went to the same school. They were like, I got a girlfriend and she was like, what school did you go to last year? And I'm like, I've been going to the same school for five years. But, and so I lived that lie for three years. Holy shit. Man. You were a new Coke version of Dustin. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Wait, wait, wait. You said you lived that for three years. Yeah, On my 16th birthday, my <laughs> father threw me a surprise birthday party at my house. <gasps> and oh. I was there and people started walking up to my door and I fucking left. I was uh. like, what are you doing here? What are you doing here? This is not my house, but I was there. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and my dad was like behind me and he'd come at me and he'd say, oh, come on in, come on in. And like all my friends came into my horrifying house. And uh, I remember at one point Todd Craven going, oh my God, there's a roach. It's so oh. cute. And like we have blankets all like in the doorways instead of doors to like, uh, uh, you know, for the, the heat to direct right. the heat from the burners on the stove, which was we had a fan behind the burners on the stove and that was our heat. And we had blankets to sort of direct it. And that was my house. And I was just so humiliated. But it was also like the best night of my life because they didn't stop being my friends. And, oh. and it was like like this profoundly life-changing moment because the next day they were still my friends after they knew where I lived. So you were Ladybird. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's right. That was uh, so Roxana, cute. I mean, you? we don't need to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I we do. No, I mean, it wasn't, you know, I feel like you, you, I pretty much know what it was like. I was unhappy and lonely and angry and, you know, didn't feel like anybody understood me. And, you know, it's like, I feel like yeah. a very good example is like I was in a gifted and talented program. And then in eighth grade, we had to like apply to the high school gifted and talented programs and for the arts program you had to write an essay about like a person who inspired you and I wrote mine about Tom Morello <laughs> like, it was just like it was just very much like I just was 
very angry about the world, and I guess not much about that has changed. Um, and you got in because of Tom Morello. Yeah, I did get in. I mean, I feel like also like sort of like Dustin. Like by eighth grade, I was already living I was already like years into like a double life right because it's like I had clothes that I would change into on the bus to go to school and then like very much yeah like very much Horn. yeah I not nearly you know as a track cool but like it was just very like I just wanted to be a different person but I still am not sure you know, like, sometimes it's, like, you you have, like, worked so hard to, like, craft this other persona of who you want to be that, like, you can never really tell how much of it, like, you actually absorbed and, like, how much of that, like, became yeah. you. So, like, it's not even necessarily, like, I was trying to be different in that, like, I pretended to like different things or, like, any of that stuff. I think I just wanted to be, you know, a different version of myself right. and that was something that sort of just continued in high school and then like in college, you know, it's like in college you're away and you could be the person that you want to be. But like middle school and high school were just a weird, a weird, angry time. I mean, sort of like how we have been talking about with Dustin's son. You feel like you don't understand why everybody isn't the same amount of angry as you are. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and like I still feel that way <laughs> at 33. <laughs> you know, uh, and it's weird yeah. too because like everyone needs to go through it. Like everyone has yeah. to go through eighth grade. But like, also, if I could just scrub any period of my life, if I could go from like elementary school straight into high school, not that high school was a cakewalk, mm-hmm. but junior high, man, it's just yeah. the fucking worst. Eighth grade was hard. Also, is also the year that Rage Against the Machine did break up and so I feel like that was very traumatizing for me oh wow (laughs) oh god oh that's the yeah that's (laughs) yeah oh god it was so it was so bad I also I would get like clothes I ordered sent to other friends houses so that I would like (laughs) amass them on the school bus I mean you know adolescence is weird and terrible and (laughs) I'm sort of nostalgic for it at the same time it was a lot of like illicit Delia's catalog ordering you know oh man I ordered exactly two things from Delia's because my like I got again I got to high school and suddenly had friends and and they were like oh you've never heard of this and I'm like no I this is not my family's thing and they're like look at this catalog and so I finally like worked up the courage to like save up my allowance and like place an order by mail or whatever through Delia's (laughs) and like got these like giant biker boots and a dragon skirt I'm sorry Dustin what yeah, what I too was going to ask that question. Ideas. Wait, wait, I'm sorry. I have, to, I have to go back. Tori, was the dragon skirt you got like a ripstop parachute skirt with an embroidered dragon? No, it was like green with slits on either side. Ooh. And the dragon was like printed on the fabric. And I remember nice. this like girl who she, oh my God, when she graduated high school, she went on to like immediately run for state Senate. It was really weird. I was like, who's going to vote for an 18 year old? Um, but she, she was just like, 
she was like the from the like one Republican family in town, and she was just she was fine, but she, she was nice, but she was just very very conservative. And mm-hmm. I remember I walked into school wearing these boots and this skirt, and she goes, "Tori, you look so ethnic today." <gasps> oh. oh, we have to find her. We I have like, to find her. I was Tori. Like, what does that mean? <laughs> like, okay, Tori, ethnicity? I have found the, the skirt in the Delia's catalog. Yes. And I am going to slack it to you. And oh then, Tori, Tori, do you want to explain to uh, the men on the podcast what Delia's was? <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, so Delia's, if you ever watch, basically imagine Empire Records, but as a clothing store. It's mm, very good. Okay. That's a very good comparison. I it's like everything yeah. 90s, but not Clueless. Clueless was like a little no. too cool. Well, I think I think Clueless was a little too posh because yeah. Clueless was actually like designer, like a very moneyed idea of adolescent life. Delia's was not cheap, right? Also, like sort of expensive, but in terms of Tory, in terms in terms that Tori and I can understand, Delia's very much was the precursor to Madewell in that it was like <laughs> like a slouchy, like cool girl. <laughs> tomboy vibe like delia's girls maybe didn't go to lollapalooza but they definitely went to lilith fair oh my god it was lilith fair Uh, as a catalog like absolutely yes um it's lilith but i knew what madewells was um and that is absolutely the skirt i can't believe you found it yeah i mean tori (laughs) now now you need to find the biker boots i think i might still have them in my closet at home (laughs) i got so my 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 dragon skirt was what i described to you it was like a burgundy ripstop material and it had like bungees so that you could make it like tight or you could make it like a mini skirt (gasps) and had like a bunch of like embroidered dragons all over it oh my god i love it yeah, I love it. I also had the rocket dog, like the platform <laughs> sneakers. Do you remember when those were a thing? Am I had I the them, but as flip flops. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh so God. good. You know uh, what? Why do, honestly, like I still dread, like I feel like we've come full circle to the point where like the shit I wore in high school is cool again. And oh, I'm just 100%. Like, <laughs> like, I would wear it again. I don't care. 100%. <laughs> I'm yeah, pushing like, 40. Because Delia's like closed, but they did a partnership with a couple of like online retailers. So they still do like Delia's collections every so often, oh but they really like lean into the like hippie stuff where I want to lean into like the weird Winona Ryder folk right. goth stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. It's the other, cause I also remember the movie, what was it? 10 things I hate about you. Yeah. Yes. The little sister had all the clips in her hair and yes. that was like a Delia's model. The thing. butterfly clips yep. were like a huge thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. All the models had those. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, I miss Delia so much. <laughs> I like uh, how the, oh, the guy's that like, Was that like Hot Topic? Um, was that insulting? No. No, it wasn't it's... insulting because I shopped at Hot Topic. Um, yeah. But back then, Hot Topic was much more music stuff, whereas now, yeah. I feel like Hot Topic now, that it's more into general pop culture, has even though it, it's more branded like for shows and movies and, and things like that, but it has filled a gap for high schoolers that I think Delia's also used to fill. Yeah. I think that Delia was less third party branded. Exactly. Stuff. Yeah. Like the only third party stuff I remember it having was like, do you remember the monkey logo, Tori? Yes. Was it Paul Frank? They had a lot of Paul Frank stuff. Yeah. Oh, okay. But otherwise they didn't have like other pop culture stuff. They had like Paul Frank, sometimes they had like Billabong 
and they carried a lot of vans. So they sort of tread on like the same repurposing of like skater SoCal culture that like we're still doing. Um, but they didn't do a lot of like branded, like Disney stuff. It definitely feels like Hot Topic now is just an extension of the Disney store. Oh yeah, yeah. And because like, like fandom is fandom is like taken over everything, right? So it's like being mm-hmm. a nerd is cool, and so like everybody wants to show you how much of a nerd they are. So oh yeah, you buy your twenty eight dollar t shirt at Hot Topic and like go about your life. Like I took my friends, like again, like twelve year old daughter. I was like Christmas shopping with them, and her mom wanted to go buy stuff that she couldn't see. So I was like wandering a mall with her and she, all she wanted to do was go into Hot Topic. And my friend was just like, please take her because I don't know any of the shit that she points out and you actually know all of it. So I'm walking <laughs> through with her looking at all the Doctor Who stuff and mm-hmm. then like all of the My Hero Academia. And, like, and she said like, and it, it was really sad because we're going through the store and I recognized everything she was into. <laughs> and I was like, oh God, I'm able to have like, I'm having more more in-depth conversations with my friend's 13 or 12 year old daughter than I am like with my friend. (laughs) (laughs) That's just reality tour. You got it. My life is a constant awakening in that I have not actually progressed since I was in eighth grade. (laughs) Ditto. (laughs) (laughs) That was good. That was a good time. (laughs) Oh man. Mm. Oh,